Ooh, I keep getting these DMs and I love you guys for it. I freaking love it about these people who make these posts and they are saying that you don't make any money with retail. And I want to have like a little clap back moment and say they're not running the math right. Like, yeah, there are costs and all of the above, but literally, literally, you guys, you make money on retail if you do it long enough. Like you're, and even if you didn't repay yourself your investment and you just consider it an investment, like you're still making money over time because the investment was there originally. Like I'm going to go into this and I'm going to talk about this with um, anybody that'll listen, frankly. Um, but I will, you know, I don't, you know me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell somebody they're wrong on the internet. Like that's just, I'm gonna mind my own business and keep my eyes on my own paper. But I just wanted to say here that there is money to be made in retail, even if you're operating with a commission, with paying for the cost to do business, like there is still generally speaking about 33% commission after all the things are said and done and you pay back your original investment, right? Like it takes you a little bit of time, but if you plan to sell more than one bottle of shampoo or one leave-in conditioner, like there's money to be made. I think in general, you're looking at between three and four items before you pay yourself back um, to have your original investment paid for. And so look, like there's a lot of stuff on the internet. There's a lot of stuff on the internet and some of it's fantastic and some of it is absolutely horrifying and some of it is not the truth or it's their truth, but it doesn't necessarily apply to you. And so I just want to remind you to know your business better than anyone else, to know what works for you and to do your research, to not just trust people and, and to really look at who you are consuming content from. And of course, like the for you page is going to show you all kinds of things. I actually just saw a hot, like literally I've seen some crazy things. I'm not even gonna tell you what I saw, but you know, like there are crazy things on the for you page. I don't even know who's for you page I'm looking at. Clearly it's not me, but you know what I mean? Like there's good, there's bad, there's wild and there's untrue right? So just keep in mind, there are like numbers don't lie. Facts are facts. And you get to choose where you're consuming content from. And I so love that those of you that saw this and you were like, well, what the heck? Like, what do you think about this? Because, and then sent me those videos and there's multiples of them. Like people are getting like wild, wild west out there saying that retail is not how you make money. And I'm just, I I mean, like, yes, it does. (laughs) Like, yes, it does. It takes time. Good things take time, as we say here on the podcast. But literally, like, it's a part of your business. Imagine if you bought color and put it in your cabinet and you bought, like, you know, six tubes of five in and three tubes of eight in. And then a client came in and you did a highlight. So you used no color. You used lightener. You're like, well, buying color doesn't make you money. I mean, uh, okay, eventually you will. Like, you don't buy one tube of color and say, that didn't make me any money when you only used a little bit of it. Like, yes, it did. It did. It takes you now, maybe in, in, in this instance, in this example, you'll repay all of that color. You'll earn your profit immediately on one service. And then the rest of the tube is profit, but it's going to get you there with retail as well. And then your profit margins can be wild. We can do things and play with them and increase your top sellers and work on your hero. Like, like there's just so much to retail and I'm going to have to do like a whole thing on this, but I just wanted to say, cause I've been getting a couple of these lately and, um, the same video a couple of times from you guys. So keep the DMS coming. 
good for you using your noggin and being like, something's off here. And um, let's jump into this episode. It's going to be fun. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, salon business coach and mentor. I'm a salon owner of 17 years and I am here to share with you my experiences and expertise, my failures and successes so that you can have fast, effective biz solutions in the salon. Each week, I will bring you inspiring and actionable conversations to help you meet your goals. The 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. You know, it's it's time to start thinking about the end of the year. You know that. When the pumpkin spice hits, when the pumpkin spice drops, it's time. It's time. It's We, we got to start looking at our business and looking at the end of the year and looking at where we are today but before quarter four starts and really make preparations to make that work for you, to make your business truly be the business that you have in your mind, that you have in your vision. And it may not happen by the end of the year, but if you don't start now, like it certainly won't be any closer, right? We need the time in order to get us there. We need consistency. We need to continue moving forward. And I want to invite you. I'm doing something totally special, super exciting. And I am inviting you into my holiday planning mini mind. This is not entirely holiday planning. Yes, it's primarily holiday planning, but we are also looking at end of the year planning in order to position your business for 2024. So we will work together the entire month of September. We'll set you up for holidays. Yeah, obvi. We're going to set you up to make the most money that you've ever made in the holiday season. We are going to do the dang thing, but we are also going to structure your business for September, October, November, and December in order to position your business moving into 2024 with foundation set, seeds planted, and be ready to roll so that there is growth from the jump. This is a great way to start with me at a higher level. It's a mini mind. So it's a small mastermind, like a short period of time. We focus on a specific topic and, and this is where we can go deep. There is four weeks of coaching, four weeks of support. I'm literally like, I'm so excited. I'm known for holiday planning and we are turning it up. So get in the mini mind right now. Spaces are filling up. In fact, today I saw three notifications come across. So I will see you inside, but don't wait on this one, right? Don't wait. It's going to sell out and I have to keep the number small in order to keep the container, you know, just right, like just perfect so that I can do my thing and we can really make some impact in your beauty business. And because it is the end of the third quarter, we're moving into fourth and it's the, the time is upon us. It's time to start thinking about like beauty trends for the fall. And what does that mean for your business? And how can we use these trends in order to grow our business in this time? So we are going to talk about like the biggest trends coming up that are anticipated right for the fall and winter of 2023. And, you know, trends switch and change really quickly. When I was in fashion school, trends were projected out years in advance and they came from, you know, high fashion from fashion week and in Paris and Milan and these sort of of things and and somewhat in New York too but it would just depend on like what the big designers did and they are doing like their spring summer comes out like when it's not spring summer right so they're predicting the trends and we still look to fashion for that i was always fascinated by the trends of like how do they pick the colors like who who does that and like do they have a meeting where they talk about it like do the designers from Gucci and Prada and Hermès like do they go and have like a meeting 
with like these color people, like who does this, right? Like I thought I want that to be my job. I want to be the person that picks like the fabrics and the, and the colors of the trends, but it is, I I still don't know the answer to that question. In fact, I went to, well, that's not true. I kind of do know. So they're like our trend companies and it's their job to create the trends. And then the, the big fashion houses and all these people pay them for their trends and what they're put like. So they kind of are in charge, but I went to one of the showrooms of one of these trend companies and it was so cool but it was like so in depth and so I just that's just a fun tidbit but when we think about that like all the trends are guided by one like literally like a couple of trend houses and and then of course by fashion and how they interpret them and and the designers and this and that and and we work in the fashion industry like I like to say that right that makes it a little more fun um and brings a little bit of whimsy to what we do in the salon because we are following the trends and we are setting the trends now with social trends are moving much quicker and we can have literal like TikTok trends and like young people are doing one thing where older people are doing another. And then like this whole old money trend, right. Or, or like, um, old money, new money as like a fashion title. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is go on TikTok and look up like just hashtag old money fashion. And it is, it's really fun, really fun to look at the outfits and some of it, you know, like costs more than the average person's car of what they're wearing that day. But it's just really fun to look at. And I, you you know, I love clothes. I love fashion and I love to just get inspired there. And the number one trend that I'm going to say for us in the salon this year is to be inspired, right? To f- come back to our creativity this fall and winter and in the salons to, to really like lean into what makes you happy, because that's what I think is the trendiest trend of all is to stick with what looks best on our clients and and to really help them look as their best selves. But we are going to dive into the trends. So starting out, we have rich jewel tones. And this refers to, you know, luxurious makeup and emerald green, sapphire blue, amethyst purples, etc. Like they're saying that this is adds a touch of opulence, right, to the colder months. Now, what does that mean in the salon? That means we're going to probably richen up colors. This stuff happens every year, right? This is obvious what happens, but maybe the colors will be warmer because those to me say that, um, they reflect a lot of light. And in order to reflect a lot of light, we need warmth, right? In our hair color. Uh, the second thing as a trend prediction is velvet matte lips. This one is tough for me personally. Um, but I do love that. And we've seen that a lot in the makeup trends, but we can, we can recommend these things to our clients. We can say like, Hey, you know, it's really cute. Like, have you tried the new matte lipsticks? These are things that we could put in our client communication and our emails. Like we can drop some of these trends. Like I'm giving them to you here so that you can take them and run with them in your business. We can think about them. Yes. How they affect what we do behind the chair in our craft. But additionally, as we are the beauty expert, these are things that we can just talk about. It gives us a speaking point like, Oh yeah. Like have you, have you tried the matte lipstick? These are my favorite ones. These are the ones that, Ooh, that one like crumbled up and was weird on my lips. This one didn't last very long. Like if you have experience and you want to talk about that, that is certainly going to be something we're going to see a lot of this fall. Uh, like, and also you're already seeing it right now, but the next trend is like everything very neutral, right? And so, um, monochromatic looks, monochromatic makeup, it's chic, it's cohesive, you know, it's like that Instagram aesthetic, right? If you like that aesthetic look, it's kind of that, right? We're still seeing that that's not going anywhere, but glowing skin. Oh my gosh. Like a natural radiant complexion, like the monochromatic makeup, these sort of things are definitely 
on trends now, but will even be more so, I think, as we move into fall and winter. And I, the reason I think that is because like the textures get richer in terms of fashion when we get into cooler weather. And so like these neutrals and this like glowy skin and very like simple makeup where it's like chic, that sort of stuff, like really pops. And so I would say in general, like the the trend has been texture on texture, um, like naturals and woods and these sort of things. And so think about that as you create your hair. Like I'm sure we'll see from um, the like color companies, we'll see this like richening in their, the textures that they use like next to the actual hair, like the images like of wood or marbles or these sort of things. Like it's all very trendy. And so you know, like not to say that you need to be trendy, but think about what your client's seeing and the words that you use when you describe the, the colors that you create about the hair. Like it, you could think about them architecturally. You could think about them in terms of like chic and cohesive words about things matching and, and feeling really luxurious and neutral, right? Like think about what's going on when you put this into your marketing and how your client will connect with it. Because if you haven't updated your branding in ages and you're feeling like you're not on trend, like I'm not suggesting at all that you just change your branding with the trends of the season, but it's good to be aware of if the the words that you're using, the imagery that you're using, if the, the way that you're speaking to things, the way that you're presenting things is modern and in line with what your target customer is looking for. If your target customer isn't somebody that gives a rip about trends, that's fine. Like that's great. But unfortunately the trends, we will see them across the board and it may take some time in order for them to get down to, you know, like the masses because trends usually start at at the high fashion level and then they make their way down and like ultimately like big box sellers do adopt the trend and then sell the trend, right? So by the time it makes it to the masses, it's still trendy, right? But you may be at the, the like crescendo of the trend. And so I just invite you to watch that and be aware of what's trending and what's not trending as you present yourself as a beauty expert, because at the end of the day, like people want to know that, you know, at least what look good, looks good on them, but also that, you know, what's going on in the world of beauty. I by no means am saying that you need to change what you do or change what your target customer wears. That's not it. The idea is just that you are, you know, like aware of what's going on in the space as a whole so that, you know, now granted with social media, you got it. Like, we know, we totally know what's going on because you see it, but also like go out and look past your own little bubble, like what's going on. And that's why I said, really make sure that you're inspired and that you actually feel creative as we move into this new season. Because if you don't feel inspired, if you don't feel creative, you haven't taken care of yourself. If you're not doing the balancing of being a human and a business owner, like it's going to be really hard to be creative and even care about these trends. It's going to be hard for you to look at your client and go, you know what would look so awesome and right now is so beautiful are these really rich, light reflecting colors. I would love to put some low lights in. I would love to glaze you like that. Like the way that I'm saying that, you're like, oh yeah, I like that. But if I'm like, oh yeah, like you want the same thing. Like it doesn't matter what the freaking trend is. It's just not going to land if you're not excited and you're not inspired by it. And the best way to be re-inspired is to go like do something creative outside of hair, do something fun for you, pour into your own cup. Like these are the things that I am always going to remind you to do to take care of yourself. 
Okay, back to the list of trends. So glowing skin, yes, it pairs with all of the above. So like you could talk about highlighters or like skincare specifically, you know, as a beauty professional, like it is it is in your wheelhouse to talk about skincare, even if you are a cosmetologist. You you know, you know some stuff. You definitely know more than your clients. We'll go with that. Even if you feel like, well, I'm not an esthetician, even though I'm licensed for it, but like, I don't know, I've never like worked as an esthetician or I never did skin services. You still know more, right? Like, you know stuff. And your client looks to you as a beauty pro. And so when you step into that, that's fantastic. If you are in the salon as an esthetician or your salon offers skincare, lean into this, like teach us how to apply highlighter, show us where to put it, show me. And you could do this obviously anywhere in the three-part promo system. You can do this online in salon via email in your CRM, etc. like connecting with your clients on social, all of the above, but like show us how we get glowing skin. Do you have a service that I could offer to my client or that if I'm a client that I can receive in order to encourage my skin to glow on its own without that? Like how about a hydrating skincare routine? Like these are the things, right? Like radiant complexion is always a must have as is anti-aging in the salon. So like lean into that. Even if you create your own trend report for skin and for hair and for makeup, that would be a wonderful share to come from you to your clients and tweaking the trend to meet them where they are with their style. Because my guess is that your target customer, your gal, your guy has similar beauty needs to the other target customer in the same category, right? And especially if you own a salon, you're going to hit some, you know, across the board, you'll have variation. But if, if you're independent or you're thinking about specifically your clientele, I bet you they all kind of like the same thing. I bet they like your style, all of the above. Textured hair is always like, or lately, I guess should say always in. So embracing natu- natural texture, volume, hairstyles, like fluffy curls, tousled waves, and braids will showcase for sure effortless and playful vibes, which we always like, you know, we kind of see that, but, and we see it in, in the manufacturer's imagery, right? But then like, how do we make it, how do we take those looks and bring them into the salon? And thankfully Pinterest has done that for us a lot, but also like be creative. Think about this. Think like, okay, I'm, I love a fluffy curl. Like, could I brush it? And could I, could I show my client how to like tease underneath so that they could do that at home? Or can I, you know, like when I take my pictures, can I fluff this up and, and use a, a teasing powder? Or perhaps can I do like a tousled wave and I'm going to use two different irons. Maybe I'll do some with my flat iron and some with my curling iron. And, you know, like just show them how and, and make your style stand out online. Like, you know, the way that I'm wearing my hair currently right now, like I curled everything in a diagonal section with a one inch iron away from my face. And I unwound it as I pulled the iron out and then flat, like straightened the ends with the curling iron. Like it's the same thing I do all the time. Could I show up and do my own hair differently? Yes. Like, should I do that? Because this is where the trend is going and I am a trendsetter in my salon. Yeah, I should. Right. Maybe this is something and and perhaps I'll encourage my staff. Like, can we all do a natural texture day? Like how fun would that be to like embrace our natural texture, but like amplify it, make it a little bit, not just like I rolled out of bed, but that would be kind of fun to show on social, like show the whole staff's like natural texture and how like textured hair is in this fall and how you incorporate that, like in the products that you use. I'm seeing a thing here, right? Like this could really happen. 
graphic liner it seems to always be trendy at the fall. And I would say even now, like graphic shapes and weird placement and uh, a lot more creative expression with makeup and a more modern edge. This is always a tough one for me. Like I don't really wear eyeliner. So this isn't something that speaks to me or my target customer, but I will say also like, I'm just that eyeliner person that like I put one on and it looks awesome. And then the other one, like, <laughs> looks like I did it with my foot. <laughs> like I just, it's really tough to get those to match. So for me, that's not going to be one that like I'm going to lean into, but it is a cool trend. And if you're someone that know, has a hack for liner, like, could you share it? Like, yes, you could. And you should send it to me too. Um, and mystical nails, like nail art is super into it. And I think that, um, this fall, we're also going to see a lot of celestial themes. I've already started seeing that kind of play out. I saw that Kitsch has a Harry Potter, um, satin pillowcase and series, and they have a whole, that's kind of a deal. And, and there's that Harry Potter, um, revamp, reboot, revamp, whatever on HBO coming out. So I think we're going to see some of that. And, and it's that, that stuff leads to trends too, right? Like what video, what movies, what, what TV shows, these sort of things, um, will lead the trend. It definitely, definitely plays into that. Like think about Bridgerton, super popular. And when it is super popular, cause it comes out usually every summer when they have their, their launches, um, of the new season, like you see like sleeves get puffier. You see empire waste come in. Like you, since, since Bridgerton has come out, we've seen those styles come back into fashion and not, I mean, like back into fashion from like back in the olden days, but just everything ebbs and flows, but it's not like a costume. It's just an outfit, right? Or it's just a piece of fashion. Or maybe you'll see something that was like laced up or you'll see like different, you'll just see peaks of it. And if you start to pay attention to the trends, you'll really start to see this stuff pop out. Um, but so like celestial stuff, constellation, iridescent finishes, like enchantment, right? Like things like that. Um, I think you'll see that in nail art and additionally just fun nails. Fun nails are always like, I think always currently on trend and offering them in salon or offering like solutions. We have been doing the sticker nails. Oh my gosh. They sell like hotcakes and they're just so fun and easy. Also, I've never had any polish last that long, literally ever, never, um, even with working behind the chair and all the other things. A lot more makeup things are are trendy and, and it's kind of cool to see the hair like that we've turned turned into like the hair trends being like what's best for the client. At least that's my opinion that there's not like, it's not just only the short bob. It's not just only a balayage. It's not just only like crazy long extensions, like anything goes, but I will say, um, you know, the, the haircut is, is if it's a shortcut, it's going to be blunt. It's funky. It's textured. It's encouraging that natural texture. It's got a lot of movement to it. And if it's long, you know, we're kind of seeing like crazy long with all the extensions and, um, full and natural texture there as well, honestly, but also kind of the, the style at the moment, you know what it looks like. It's long and it's full and, and definitely like middle part, side part up for debate. But I, I kind of see people, um, the middle part is good, but I'm also seeing a, a side part kind of come back a bit. That's just my personal opinion with my clients. They're like, yeah, the middle part's cool, but I kind of want to switch it up. Like I'm sick of looking at myself like that. And so the hair part of the trends is, is really lovely to see that we're embracing what looks good on our clients, but that in itself is a trend, right? Like it won't last forever. And so you can step into that and say like, I'm your expert and how you share what you do and who you do it for this fall and, and this winter, as we move even into holiday, like 
I specialize in this and this is what we're focusing on. And the trend is to really lean into your natural beauty and amplify it. And da, 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 da. Like these are things you could do. You could talk about face shape. You could talk about like the different kinds of haircuts and who, what they're suited for, like lifestyle. Like we want you to love your hair. This sort of kind of conversation you could lead in your content in the salon and of course online. So then we move into the makeup trends like smoky eyes kind of always come back at holiday, but maybe they'll be more like of a colored look this year, kind of going off of the jewel tone trend statement brows kind of always a thing right now. I think that comes up with like brushed up natural fluffy, the brow services we offer in the salon, please double down on them. This is your moment. It's happening. Subtle glitter is kind of fun. Like I, I like it. It kind of goes with that celestial thing going on, the iridescent finishes, but it's not glitter like over the top glitter, right? This is just like little glitter accents. Um, I think it's like a touch of nineties, but elevated a little bit more and the nails might, you know, get some glitter and it's just like a little touch of glamor to your beauty routine. I'm, I'm here for that. Um, I don't want to go back to like that blue glitter glue. Literally, it felt like a glue stick that I put on my eyelids in junior high, but, um, you know, like I could go for a, a little bit of shimmer, right? Like we're going to have like monochromatic makeup, but like, how about a little sheen? And I used to wear that Mac, um, oh, it was like an eyeshadow in a small little, like tiny little bucket kind of thing with a black twist on lid. And it was called naked. Like, I love that had just the right amount of shine. Like, that's what I'm thinking we're going for. Um, I don't even know if they make that anymore, but the, just like slight shine, right? Like not, not the whole like, whoa, glitter, like literally craft glitter. Not that, not that. Um, and faux freckles are another really fun one. In fact, um, at my salon, Jackie, who is our permanent makeup artist, she put some permanent faux freckles on Stephanie, one of my stylists. And it's just so cute. I mean, we literally tattooed them on her face, but also like with eyeliner or whatever kind of pencil you would do that with, um, I think is a fun way and a youthful way to kind of like add a fresh touch to your, to your makeup look. I don't know if that's something that I'm necessarily going to try, but it's kind of cute and I've definitely seen it and the girls have done it in the salon. So, uh, it's happening. And then I'll also like, lastly, I'll just kind of throw this one in and something that I've been seeing and that kind of the experts are, are still leaning into and that's wellness driven beauty. And this is important for us to think about in the salon as we share what's important to us at the salon and, and as clients trends begin to become stronger. So a couple of years ago, it was kind of like, if you wanted a green line and this is not that long ago, just like prior to the pandemic, um, if you wanted a, a, a truly clean green line in a professional way, it was difficult. It was hard to find something that performed well, checked all the boxes, et cetera. And, and now we're seeing a push towards that. In fact, we just sent a giant box, in fact, three boxes of our recycled products to Amika and our, our customers are bringing their stuff back into us. They care that it gets recycled. So those things matter. But when we first started carrying it, people were like, oh, you recycle that? Like, oh, doesn't it just get recycled anyways? And it's like, well, actually, no, it doesn't. Um, at least to our knowledge, like we're not sure what happens, but we know that when we send it back to Amika, then they take care of it and it does get recycled. And, and it's, you know, a, a holistic and sustainable approach to beauty coming from the salon. Like it's about time, right. In, in my opinion. And, and I think that also, um, in general, like the companies are just getting with the program. And so it's going to be easier for us to do that with brands that we already love. Like they'll, they'll start to be more wellness focused and, health focus potentially and removing the harmful ingredients and, and they're listening, right? But they're listening because the clients 
and us are, are demanding it because we want that. And so that will continue to be a trend, I think, for years to come. But also like adaptogens and CBD and these sort of things are really catching legs right now and kind of going for a little run. So some of these things, like if you've never thought of offering, like there's some supplements or different things that you can incorporate as retail items, like if that's something that you're comfortable with and feel good about, like and you're allowed to sell them depending on your state and where you are and all these things. I'm not saying like become the local, like, uh, like corner dispensary, like, please, that's not, that's a different kind of business. It's probably very lucrative, but that's not what we're talking about here. So like, you know, if you can sell, like, I know some states you can't sell CBD products and, um, there are some states where like, you know, there's different things you can and can't do. Um, but just know your rules and figure out what works for you and your business and for your target customer. Like there, there is, um, or there are a few products that I would love to sell at my salon, but I just don't think that my clientele is ready for it. I don't think that overall, like the salon is ready for it. And so it will need a little bit more. We need that trend to hit the masses a bit more before I can bring it in. And just because a trend hits the masses doesn't mean it's going to die either. Like some trends definitely come and go, right? But other things set the tone of what is trendy for time to come and then becomes a standard or becomes a staple. And it's really all in how we present it and how the consumer responds to it. Don't forget with any trend that we are sharing in our business through the salon, make it something that you want to offer. Make it something that feels good to you. Don't bring anything in just because it's trendy. Like who gives a rip? You got to feel good as you offer. Now clients will come in and be like, oh, I want this haircut. And we can dive into trendy haircuts and all the things that are coming. That would be a fun, maybe a, a like a YouTube video or a piece of content. Let me know if that's something that you'd like to do later or want to hear from me, but um, maybe we could make it a collaborative to see who's getting what, where in different parts of the country. I love that idea. Um, so, but you know, the, the trends and what you do in your business don't matter unless you feel good doing it. And it doesn't, you don't need to be trendy to make money, but what you do need to do is be an expert on what's going on in your industry and what's important to your target customer. And like I said, in the beginning of this episode, if it's not important to them, don't waste your time on it. Right. But you still need to know because you don't know who's going to sit in your chair and ask you what, and we don't, we can't read minds. We don't know what is going to come up. And also it positions you as an expert to be like, even if she doesn't care about trends, even if she's like the last person on earth that is like, she doesn't have TikTok, she doesn't have Instagram, she doesn't open a magazine, she doesn't look at Pinterest. Like she literally goes to work and like works in her garden and that's it. Okay. Like, let's just say that's all she does. And she has like hardly any, like, I don't know. Like she doesn't like, she doesn't look up. She doesn't notice these things. Like she's not very observant, whatever. I don't think that's anybody's target customer, but Let's say she is. She still wants to look good. She still wants to feel good. She still wants to feel like she's not like just aging into a oblivion, right? So how about if we share with her about the rich jewel tones and how that translates into hair color for her specifically and what would look best on her face shape and how she could incorporate wearing her hair in a natural way and, and letting the texture shine through. Like that's a conversation driven by trends, but it's not being trendy. You know what I'm saying? So take that and run with it. Take what works for you. Leave what doesn't. Send me a DM about what connects and what you're going to try. And your 10-minute beauty business tip today is to pick one of these trends and figure out how you're going to communicate that with your 
clients, right? What's something that you want to communicate with your clients to take one of these things and say, there's something there that benefits my business that will move the needle in my business. If I talk about X, Y, Z, pick one, pick one. And and the easiest one, honestly, is textured hair because you can sell product right away. So it's like, Hey, textured hair, embracing your natural texture and natural, like volume hairstyles with fluffy curls, tousled waves, braids, whatever, like giving into this more playful vibe is really like trendy this fall. And here's a couple of ways that I would do that. Literally that's, I just did your 10 minute beauty business tip for you, but you can take that and run with it or come up with your own and then figure out how you're going to communicate to that, your, that to your clients. Are you going to play with your own hair? Are you going to make a video? Are you going to find some images on Pinterest? Are you going to send it via email, via text? Are you going to post it on social? Figure that out and then do it. Now, what I would say is figure it out today, right? You're listening to this, figure it out this week, and then probably start to share it maybe end of the month, beginning of September, mid-September, as we start to see the weather change when it's appropriate. In San Diego, fall doesn't happen for a while, but, but you know, we pretend. But in other parts of the country, there's very evident things that happen in nature, right? Like the leaves changing, they fall off the trees, this sort of stuff that tells you fall is here. And so when it's appropriate to share with your target customer, that's when you share it. But you get ready before that moment because when it happens, you're busy, you're doing something else. And if you're following your business plan from Salon Quarterly, or perhaps you've made one on your own, then you know when it's appropriate to plug in these types of bits of content, but make sure you plan for it so that it's done in time. I hope you have the very best week that you play with these trends a little bit and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank Thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.